Let's push! Give me some! Let's go! Never fold! Ten toes down, baby! You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. Yes, it is. The morning shift. Don't buy you no media. Everything in between us again and get a Friday. We here for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show just in case you missed us. Do the dish. It's all powered by you know media. Top of the morning, see you fine. Top of the morning, stay blessed. Don't stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show. If you're called down under your home, welcome to new media, the people's Let's media. Push. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But where the kidneys are fat, the crayfish is fresh, and the powers are pristine. Say no more, take your shoes off at the door, everything you want, nothing you don't, but people will talk. <laughs> and if we ain't number one on the charts, hopefully we're number one in your heart. Let's get it, get it Friday! To that weekend. We ready. I feel it coming. We ready. Ah, 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 ah. We ready. South Africa. Goodbye. Respectfully. Hey, what's on the show today? Uh, that's actually the river. You should uh, clip that. All Blacks, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, Stan Walker's on the show today. He's got a brand new song. We're, uh, we're talking to him and Kobe D, which is dope. Are we living room people or bedroom people? And what does that even mean? Hey, Jordan, you can't just touch on it already. But yeah, we got a river. We've got a river for the All Blacks. Hey, we can, only, we can only do our best, right? And that's what we we're going to try to put our best foot forward. But we always start the show with an absolute. <gasps> and it's brought to you by Live Nation because Post Malone's on his way. And we've been playing something for the last two weeks now. We're giving away double passes. It's Post for Post. So if you jump on our Facebook page, anything that you post up there, you could score yourself that double pass. And hey, man, we got to give it to our man. Kiri Topo Hokena because... You, you put your city on blast. Is that Mr. Wairo himself? That's Mr. Wairo himself. Only makes sense, right? Uh, you've done so much for us this week, my brother. So congratulations Love to you, you, my bro. Macho Mark, give him congratulations, please. Yep, congratulations. Can't wait to see you there. Scraps on site? Yeah. Food scraps, because we're going to be quite muddy in the kitchen with a tea towel helping the farm. So in the work. No, but congratulations to you, brother. You've been amazing. Thank you so much. We'll hook you up with that double pass. We'll give you a buzz. Uh, Mark, it's a Friday, so you take over, my boy. Yeah, it is. Call it! Delta White lock out the back to Jordy Barrett. Long ball over the top to guess who? If you've been to a game, you can hear what's coming. Who just cannot stop scoring tries. Ah, yes. Is that the bird? A song synonymous with the All Blacks running out onto the Kiwi field. I love it. Nothing screams a black cloud. Like Dutchies and Shapeshifter. Oh, you're making my balls tingle. Hold on. Bring it deep inside. Hold on to the line. Hold on. The anticipation builds. The fireworks are starting to go off. The crowd rises as one. Hey. Here they come. Hey, 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 
this stage, we are... I mean, the countdown is definitely on. Sunday morning, 8am, the All Blacks will run out on the Stade de France. And they will be taking on South Africa. The old foes. The final countdown. And it is on. And this song always pumps me up. It reminds me of, uh, of the All Blacks running out, as I said, to any of the grounds here in Aotearoa. Let's hope the boys can hear it from down there. Well, up there. We're down there. Give me sweaty hands on that. How's mic? everyone feeling? Hey, man, How's I almost lost feeling? my voice before we do the Rebel episode. <laughs> Thank you, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I mean, it's a Friday. We had a great week, short week. Oh, my God. The strangest thing happened to me last night. I woke up, well, it was this morning. I woke up at 4.30 in the morning. I was startled awake. I jumped up out of bed. I started screaming, cursing, swear words, running out of the room, up the hallway. I don't know what it was that I was doing. And then I just came to and I was like, okay, I'm awake now. What on earth am I doing up? There was, all I remember was there was a loud noise in my room and I just, I was ready to roll. And I, yeah, I was ready to go. And then I sat down on the couch in the lounge. I was like, what's happened? Why am I awake? Did anyone wake up? No one else was awake. What? It was just me in my house. That's spiritual. It's so a ghost. I went, it's, a ghost. Trust it's, it's a ghost. I knew your house had ghosts. Yeah. It's too flash not Maybe. to have ghosts. It's always helpful to have <laughs> security cameras. You got cameras in the whole house? It's I've those big ceilings. The they can hide on the, on the top of the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what woke me up? What? what? At 4.30 this morning, one of the neighbor's cats had come in through the cat door. My hopeless dog had let it through. It was sound asleep still in the lounge. It had even woken up. And it had snuck its way up the hallway oh, and was wow. about to enter our room, like mine and my wife's room. Right. And our cat... Oh, your cat's a strap dog. Yeah, our, our cat jumped off my daughter's oh. bed, ran out into the hallway and started ruxing it. And have you heard a cat yeah, strap? Oh, it's, it's horrible. Ah! It's hell. It's hell. But that's what woke me up. And the only reason I knew this is I looked through my security footage and this cat literally went right up to the camera, almost oh. lifted its leg and oh. peed on it. Like, it, it eyeballed my camera and then, like, ran up uh, up the hallway. And to everyone's asleep. Everyone's dead asleep. And it was our cat that scrapped it out in the hallway that made me wake up and go, what the fuck? Oh, you <laughs> woke up to beat up that pussycat in the morning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my boy. Sorry, Brooke. I, I hope Priest hey. got a beating, too. Priest, that's your dog. He's and unemployed. He, he was asleep, too. <laughs> he was asleep. He's unemployed now. <laughs> what use is he now? Like he's Priest, Priest isn't food. a bit cheap. He's, he's, yeah, no, he's, a, a, he's a boy. Oh, he's a boy. Oh. Yeah, he's a boy. He's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> a neutered boy, but a boy all the same. Anyways, that's how my name is. I love that you went up to scrap, though. <laughs> I was ready to roll. Whatever it was that was making that noise, it was on. You bring your taser out? I don't have a taser. Jokes. Hey, um, quick chicken. Uh, I just heard, uh, I watched a TikTok, actually, acting like I listen to Talkback. I don't. Uh, but uh, Christopher Luxon was on there saying that they have to take a holiday away. Because holidays can cost the country 450 million. I don't want to be that guy, but you know, these are the tough conversations we need to have if we're trying to get inflation down and things like that. I don't actually know if it'll help, but uh, the good news is he said they love Matariki. They better, because it's actually actually a holiday. It's actually a holiday that uh, is innately us, so we should keep that one. Here comes Labor Day. I was going to say, it's got to be Labor Day. What about Monarch's birthday? It's Labor Day, it's gone. What if they renamed it to National, National Day? Day. <laughs> the thing, here's the thing, though. When's the Queen's birthday? I don't know. It's like, not like la- Queen's la- Labor Day. The thing is, Labor Day is at a great time in the year where it's not too cold. Oh, I needed so that like, one. That so we, we need the Labor. We need the Labor Day. Jordan, you're not going to wipe. You're not going to wipe the slate of the the great royal family off off the, <laughs> off but, the but calendar schedule. Who are the shifters not to wipe that slate off? I don't know. No, no, I need you. I, I'll need you guys' help. Four hundred and fifty million too. 
Is that a, that's a stretch, right, Mark? No, nah. no, that'd be right across the board. Yeah, in terms of profitability and businesses closing down and how clearly much you've never run a business. Me neither. Yeah. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> try neither. Me neither. <laughs> Didn't do so good. But anyway, let's get into daily bread. Daily bread, sponsored by Tip Top Super Soft, the bread that stays softer for longer. That's right, daily bread for aching bread with the news of today. Thank you, Tip Top. Yeah, thank you, Tip Top. October 27th, that's 300 days deep into the year. 65 left to get her done. Get her done. It is Cranky Coworker Day. Oh, yeah. So you get the time to stay here. Ready? Say, say who the crankiest is. Three, two, one. Jordan. Oh. Actually, I was no. going to say Matsu Mark, that but you've, was, had, yeah. you've had a lot of, like, you've had a bad run in the last week, so I said me. And then you said me. I did say you. So I went for overall. Bro, you're pretty cranky, actually, off, off, off here. Yeah, but on the show, not <laughs> hey man, don't bring up, don't, don't, don't tell everyone else that. We don't uh, need okay. to go into that. Okay. All good, all good, all good. That time you went at me for the goat chat, I mean, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I love like it's not actually airing the dirty laundry; it's just showing the boxer strap. You know, it's just a tiny bit of the dirty laundry. Just showing like, the hey, strap. Yeah. What? Now, then, man. Uh, it's also World Lima Day. Lima Sapuanga. <laughs> no, the animal, the, the little lemurs. It's you know, a llama, bro. No, there's a lemur as well. Only Lima I know is Sapuanga and he's It's about L- good save, E-M-U-R. You don't know the Olima? What are you talking about right. over there? I go to Wellington Zoo all the time. You knew the Olima? Lima or Lama? Say mums. Say mums you knew Lima. There we go. That's probably the most... This guy had the audacity to go, yeah, save that. No, the thing is, we both saved the Lima. We're both stupid together. Brooks real. If you have seen Madagascar, that is the Lima. Yeah. I bloody sort of stayed onto it. Yeah. Four times. And finally, it is breadstick day. Overrated the breadstick. Overrated, man. Yeah. Overrated. I'm Overrated. Really? The crispy the breadstick. Your first day where we used to work, you bought a full breadstick with no, avocado, chicken. One. It's not that one. It's the uh, baked, crisp, dry Italian breadstick that comes sometimes with col- like. No, no, oh, you don't need no, to say no, the no, culture. No. You don't need to say the, say the country. It's, come on. No, no, that's, that's definitely, an, <laughs> it's definitely an Italian treat. They had breadsticks. Um, I, I just want to say, any Italians listening, I love Italians. At the <laughs> Warriors. Uh, you see what he's doing? He did this with White Ore as well. <laughs> Lima and Lama. A tiny little Lima thing. and Lama. I know. He just. And it's the silly. Who and now jump we're on the it. villains and the victims. Yeah, um, but yeah, we, there was those breadsticks that were at the um, the juicy launch uh, for the Warriors the other night. Well, how was that, you two? Don't say you two. You got the invite and said you didn't want to go. Hey, no, I did. Oi, no, no, I didn't. Oi, enough about you two liars. I'm sick of you two just you want me to read me the text message. I'm not coming. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't want to go. I said I'm not. You have already been out this week for a dinner, so whatever. The jerseys, guys. We got to double down because we didn't actually say that yesterday because we were too busy trying to fix beef. The new range from Dynasty, and this isn't even a paid ever, I swear. But I'm like, let's get. Did they show the white ones? Because I don't know Bro, if you guys saw, but I actually, ones, I'm a part of the launch. They took photos of me in like the new outfit. I don't yeah, know if you guys saw that. I, I don't look the good in white. So that. I like their way, but. No, the white one was so good. The 95 retro. The trainee, the blue one. Oh, oh The wow. best news too, guys, is the sizes go from extra small all the way to 7XL. So they've really covered us. Puma, Canterbury, they weren't going up there. So I say, nah. they didn't like us. Dynasty, for the people. For the Love people. it. Love that. Uh, my daily bread, it might take a little bit, but uh, I just wanted us to talk through. Guys, uh, World Rugby announced a new men's rugby competition. It will feature 12 teams, the six from the Six Nations, the four from the Rugby Championship, along with two more tipped to be Japan and Fiji. The teams include Ireland, England, France, Scotland, Wales, Italy, New Zealand, South Africa, Australia, and Argentina, with more to be named. But uh, we can't really go through with it. Hopefully you've read up about it, but... What do we actually feel about this? Because a couple players, namely enough, uh, Lima Sampawanga, which I love, has, has come out and basically spoken about it and how 
we're strangling the game down mm -hmm. under too with, in terms of our Pacific nations and the opportunities they get too, which we've just watched in a World Cup with a lot of handicap in terms of eligibility laws and, and even just travel and them getting together. Uh, they al they almost beat England. They have, they have a hell of a... They but, give you something too. And that's how more teams good too, man. Fiji, uh, all of them. It's amazing. All of them are good. How do we feel about this new championship? What do we... What do What's good about it, Matumake, and what, what's things we should be aware of? Uh, what's good about it? It's, I guess, another chance to see the international sides go up against each other. Um, what's bad about it? It's, again, it's it's uh, Samoa, it's Cook Islands, it's Tonga that miss out, and it's our duty, well, it should be our duty, for the players that have been put in the black jersey through, you know, through Whakapapa back to their, their those, those islands. I... I don't know how New Zealand would shake the hand of the rest of the world and say that they're about the Pacifica Nations and see them being cut out of this. Fiji deserves to be there. Fiji were amazing. Samoa deserved to be in this tournament as well. Mm -hmm. Tonga, I, I would argue Samoa deserves to be in there more than Italy. Do you know what I mean? Like, th there's a whole heap of Northern Hemisphere teams that are in there on, on the fact that they make money. Oh, or that's, there's, not, there's, that's not a hard. They should be there. You know what? Tonga should be there instead of Australia. How about that? Like there are teams that are being that are getting somehow finding their way into these tournaments, these new tournaments that they're mm -hmm. looking to create and bringing new interest in that don't deserve to be there. And there are teams that are missing out again because it's not financially viable to add them in because they're not going to bring so, enough fans. That's the problem. They're still not giving back to the islands. The hardest thing is that like this all comes down to money, right? Mm -hmm. Like really, it's and and that that that's something that we're just never really going to be able to get past. But like I feel like, and that's what makes this hard is that. When it really everything boils down to money, the only answer is that, oh, well, we should go off and make our own comp and invest in ourselves and invest in, and I just don't think that that's going to be able to happen. Or, just like we had argued about uh, women's pay rates when it comes to sport, don't start a league if you can't pay them equal. Don't start something if it ain't fair, because it isn't fair right now. Don't start a world tournament and announce a world tournament if you know for damn sure you're not being fair and paying back the islands for how many talented players they have in England, in, in the All Blacks, in, uh, in, in Ireland. Like, the island influence on rugby has gone everywhere, yet you're still not paying these, these teams back by including them in these tournaments that would do so much for their game. Don't get me started on the Moana Pacifica thing as well. Like, look how well Fiji has done. Well, and look at the autonomy rugby. that they had over their team in that super comp. Totally. Fiji, and, and look how at well them it's now. translated to the international Fiji team. Oh, and this is one thing that would have had to be decided a long time ago. This wouldn't have been a World Cup decision. No. So you think about some it's of those. Been in the pipeline. And you know what? calls and maybe going 50 50. Call me a conspiracy theorist, but I actually think this comp is designed to strangle the New Zealand game too. Because if you look at now the fixtures and when they're played, it doesn't, with the time travel, and with the fixtures, the fixtures and things like that, it doesn't actually favour us. And if we win the final and we become world champions, we're really in a comp that doesn't suit us. And really, it's the Northern Hemisphere. And South Africa didn't want to be a part of us either. That you know, I don't know. It just seems seems a little bit funny. Here's the thing: strange. New Zealand ultimately holds the key to any world tournament. We will always be the draw card in any world tournament and we know that no matter you know no matter how many people don't like us or do like us our our style of rugby is something that every team wants to play against they want to see the haka they want to be a part of it we are world rugby's marketing chip how boss and how good would you feel as a rugby fan if new zealand rugby turned around to world rugby and said we're not taking part in this tournament until you look after our, our cousins 
and until you look after the islands properly. Wouldn't that be an awesome move? Wouldn't that? Would you stand proudly and go, mean? If they came out with an explanation, said we don't think this is fair to the Pacific Islands who have put so much into rugby in our squad and in their own squads. Thanks. Wouldn't that be a boss but the, move? But the thing is, is that the, the reason why we know that's not going to happen is because if eligibility changes, if, if we help the game down here, there's a chance we get beaten by the by the island nations. Totally, New Zealand does, and that's. that's but don't that, say that, you're that about the islands, though, right? Don't say you're about the oh, islands you're if you're if you're, you're not actually about the islands. Mm-hmm. Like, be honest with it. Say, hey, this is the truth. People want to know the truth. We're too smart now to to be told, you know, by lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I just think I. I would be so proud as a New Zealand rugby fan if, and then All Blacks fan, if we turned around and said, nah, this isn't good. This doesn't suit us. Here's what we need to change. I don't want to see Italy in another tournament. And that's not even him going to Italy. I'm sure you'd even admit it. I don't eat their breadsticks either, you know? <laughs> <laughs> really okay. gonna go. But yeah, anyways. Pasta, though. Last ball. Sorry, guys. Bit of a long daily bread there, but killed it. Uh, my daily bread, complete 180. Asking for a friend on this one. Uh, there's been a list of places that women absolutely refuse to go on first dates. It's basically everywhere. Do you guys want to hear this? Don't want to go to church. Don't want to go to the gym. Don't want to do movie night. Don't want to do family functions. Don't want to go bowling. Don't want to go to the nightclubs. Don't want to go on long trips. Don't want to go to the beach. Don't want to go to your house. Where the hell are we supposed to go? Can I just say, all this content is part of a PSYOP. Okay? Sports events. Like, Sorry, need, missed that one. We need to... Look, I, I've seen this doing the rounds. You're 100% right to bring this to the show. But I want us to keep in mind, this is part of the organized chaos that those in control... Uh, allowing us to experience what we want to believe is that every woman what they want us to believe is that most women are like that most women aren't like that you go you, oh. go, you go actually ask you, you. Would, would, would you like to have a good convo on a date we go get fish and chips and just look out somewhere they would love that like would Ooh, you would you like to here, would you like to go to you know um, the local restaurant uh, get some I don't know some Thai and just like they would love that so when these things get put into social media and then all the blogs start talking about it, it's to create discourse and go, yeah, that's what they're like. So I just want to encourage you. I'm not having a go at you. Like, you're right. You I'm not yelling at you. I'm just saying, let's just keep that in mind. Okay? This is all entertainment and they're all laughing at us. I was just asking for a friend too, not even asking for myself. They're obviously. all laughing at us. <laughs> they want us to feel that there's no good people out there with any good intentions, but any, any, any humans that are like that are a particular type. And they should be ones you're avoiding anyway. Well, shame to that article Jordan just told you. Haha. <laughs> so I feel better about for my friend that I was asking for. Next there are places and hope. Next clip that. <laughs> no, <kidding. laughs> anyway, that's your daily bread. Breaking bread with, with the news of today. Shout out to Tip Top, who in collaboration with us, we are doing toast with, with the, the most. most. Aotearoa's greatest toast off. Get to cooking. Get to making those recipes because you can win. A year's supply of TikTok. Oi, head to our Facebook page. Look at our recipes. This is the morning shift. Shifters, I wonder where you're listening to this from. Italy. Got breadsticks with you? (laughs) I love you, Italy. Don't come at me. Why at all? And I wonder if it's, there's probably actually neither of these two places that we're going to talk about. There's a question going around on the internet at the moment, and I think this is so true. It feels like there's two types of people in the world. And I think I'm looking at two different people as well. Question is, are you a living room person or are you a bedroom person? Yeah. And why, if I was a bedroom why, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Actually, I know Jordan. This is a private, this is a private matter. Let's I, don't, get to, I don't know if I want people to know. Let's get to know the nitty gritty. Jordan, bedroom person? I'm back in there. 
What, what, what's the context here? Like, just if you like just hey, your heart you and like soul, hanging out. Like, you're, you're, yeah, your heart and soul, where do you uh, find I yourself am, most I'm comfortable? A bedroom, I'm a bedroom person. And Mark, if I was a bedding man as well, I would say you're a living room kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. You are, right? Yep. See, yeah, but are you seeing his living room? I'll try to hang out in there too. You're right. <laughs> Beanbags and everything. The, the thing about <laughs> the internet at the moment is there's no real like, breakdown of what it actually means. And that's what oh, I want to get to the bottom oh. of here. It's just kind of like, hey, are you a living room person or are you a bedroom person? But what does it actually mean? Oh, I know. Come on. Well, let's start with you, Brooke, and your thoughts, because <laughs> you absolutely categorised us. So what was it about our personalities that brought you to mm. me being a living room person and Jordan being a bedroom person? Mark, uh, I believe you came from like a really stable sort of uh, living room household. So that's, that's kind of like where you were. That's kind of a bit of who you are growing up. And also, get out of your room, get in here and talk yeah. about your day. Yeah. How's your How day? Are you right? Pros and cons. Am I right with that? Yep. And also, true. I'm going to, I think age is affected too. Yeah, mm. you're giving highlight, low light. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. Highlight of the day, low light of the day. Oh, like, yeah. It's oh, good. It's a good thing. Peaks. It's a good yeah. thing. Although they do say you shouldn't ask your kids that now. Yeah. Why? Yeah, true, true. Because they become shut off to the question. You should ask them more like integrated questioning like, Tell us one thing you learned that you really enjoyed today, or da da da. What was something special? Like, actually, I'm going to be asking you different. What was something today that, when you felt it, you thought I shouldn't tell my dad that? <laughs> this is a safe place, son. Oh, my list goes on and on. You beat up who? <laughs> the teacher? <laughs> nah, jokes. I don't know what I would be either. I had, actually, what do you think I would be? Because I had to think about this, and I was like, I feel like I'm split yeah, down no, the no, middle. Stop. Go, go, Jordan first when it comes to the bedroom, because you've, I reckon, you've nailed me when it comes to the lounge. Jordan gets off people. Jordan gives you his like uh, he gives you all that he's got. <laughs> we get the best of Jordan, and then his emotional uh, energy is gone for the day. It's wiped, and he's like, "Ah, I'm just gonna go sit in the room." And has no problems with leaving a lounge that's full in the middle of conversation, and you won't see him for the night. Yeah, I won't even say goodbye when I hear you walking past the hallway. Like, like that's it. I'll go to Jordan's house. No one's at the house. I know Jordan's in his room. I'll walk past. He won't even say hello. Doors closed. As out of business. <laughs> You're right, though. Okay, okay, okay. It's actually quite sad, but, like, for me, my time is, like, sometimes when I feel, like, at my lowest. Oh. So I feel like I've just got to be in my room just, like... To recharge? Recharging or just, like... Just... Cut. Ugh, I sound like I think I'm a flipping celebrity, like, far out. I'm but not. It's the only time I get... you got and heaps I just, of followers. <laughs> You always tell us too. The other day he goes, oh, "You finally, got a massive lounge." <laughs> <laughs> I um, just, I just feel like it's, it's just my time to where things get quiet, and like I can actually just think about things I want to think about or just be. I can. But Mark, I would imagine I, that you I would want that too, I, though, right? Yeah. Can so I why do you go living room? Can I say, hang on quickly? What you've spoke to though is I actually need to change that. No, nah, I do. I haven't thought about this too. I can't. I can't just. You can get into a bit of a hole where, like, you just expect people to, like... Mind you, you are coming to my house, like, at certain times, like, uninvited. But, like, you should... Our house, um, by the way. How I feel in my space is only how I'm allowed to feel. And I feel like I need to get a bit better at just, like, I should go out, have dinner, or... Like, I actually do have dinner by myself. Wow, I have dinner by myself all the time. And Shush, <laughs> wow, this is this therapy? <laughs> what have you done? Yeah. But, like, I should go out and, 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 and push more because not everything needs to be... How I think and feel. So to that point, right? So I think Mark, you should get on this train because you always accuse me of like, you think you're right all the time, and well, you know, I'm trying to exercise a bit of self. No, I love this. I do love this, but I do also. I'm very wary of the fact that 
society asks people to be a certain way. Oh, yeah, but right. some of the real gem, gems in life, the people who you know, are people who don't listen to society. And that's what I find in you. I like the idea that you, you are super busy. Like, Jordan, to put this in perspective, every time we're doing a show, Jordan is constantly thinking about something. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> even have to be the show. But the talent is Sorry. when you're able to just click out of that and you're in the moment, the specialness comes from that. So have you have heaps of genuinely great moments, but you're constantly busy. So I understand going to your room and having that time to reset and do your thing. I know how busy you are. This has been I therapy. This has yeah. been therapy. It's so Mark, why, why, to that point, do you find your... Th- "Quote unquote therapy in the living room because I'd imagine you want space too, right? Every now and then you want to debrief and go yep. into the room, and but you, you give find a lot it. To people too. But yeah. here's my thing, right? I also find that selfishly, I've learned in my life that I the most joy I get is interaction with people. I get more joy, and that's my recharge. So what recharges me and what what brings life to me is having a conversation with someone, helping someone through a problem. It's also a curse because someone might just want to say what Your they're going through and, oh, and I'll bet. force that down them. <laughs> like, I, only, I, do? I only did this room thing when I realised I had depression at some point. <laughs> you know? like yeah. It's just like, it's something, I don't I don't have it anymore, like mm. where, I, where, I, where, where I had it. So it's not a laughing thing, but sometimes as blokes and Kiwis, we like to laugh when things are actually true and correct. But like I've moved past it now, and maybe the remnants of that totally. is what I still need to look at and, and work on. You know, safe space. Yeah, hundred percent. And I feel like my, but yeah, my I've always got my bedroom, and my bedroom's usually taken over by my wife's stuff and everything else. So the lounge is actually my little area. Well, I feel conflicted because I want to be a lounge guy. Oh yeah, what is bro? I want to be a lounge guy, but I'm actually a bedroom guy, and that's where I'm like, oh, I want to be out there. But nah, it's my place. I'm same as Jordan. I don't think it's your place to tell us what you are. I think we get to tell you what you are, bro. <laughs> Jordan, what, what is he? I'm a pantry I guy, actually. actually. I, if, no, I am. Bro, I'm a pantry guy. <laughs> we all pantry bro, I'm a pantry guy. <laughs> I'm actually man. a fridge guy. <laughs> look, no. look at our weights. <laughs> no, I actually think you're a good mix of both. I think you. I think you're a hallway guy. I agree. You're in the hallway. Yeah. Like that's your that's your ma- like. Bro, what I, I am a hallway guy. Like that's the magic of Brooke. Like he knows when he's like, I'll ask him to come things. He's like, nope. And then <laughs> I'll take him to things, and he's the only one that can like actually talk to everyone, and mm. he's fine. Jordan knows the thing about me is I don't want to go to things, but I just want to be invited so I can be like, ah, oh, no. But if you don't invite me, I'm gonna be like, oh my Jeez. god, bro, do you hate me? That's yeah, a hallway bro, thing. That's a hallway thing. Yeah, it's not quite in any room, but so long as you have the availability to get oh, into the room. I'm rooms. an introvert and an extrovert. Look oh. at us. We made a new space for someone. Your bedroom, the living room, or the hallway. the hallway. Look at us. Hey. Look at us. Internet, take that in a bag of chips yeah, take and have it for the weekend. You're welcome. Take that, Internet. This is The Morning Shift. talking about Brooke guys we started a challenge wow where did that four weeks go we're a couple of days away from four weeks Sunday marks four weeks of the challenge our very first challenge is do the dishes challenge that went by Jordan was kind of sparked on the idea of you just wanted to kind of close out the year in the right fashion get back on track uh, we were given a bunch of challenges if you haven't seen it we all picked three or four things look and here we are now exactly look some of us did a lot better than others I want to put myself in that uh, I, I I failed a little bit more than I wanted to can we not use the word fail because you were still better than you would have been if you didn't do it here here come on now I got you perhaps but, we didn't improve as much as we had anticipated you know what I did learn though a lot is I learned a lot about 
when we're when we're doing when we go f- for this next time round, just a lot about what we can do to help, uh, kind of the content and prep and and, I can't and keep people one. going. And like, uh, and it was good. It was still a good month to. I, I was better. I did do better. Mark, you don't actually know this, but the only reason we did this is so you could give up vaping. <laughs> That's literally yeah, we had a meeting about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, how so we had to, how do we make sure make those so much? But credit to you, someone who is what twenty five years in amazing. the game of vaping. You've been amazing, and you held on. Yeah, yeah. It's been. Um, it's been us, I've learned more. <laughs> I've learned more about myself in the last month than I have ever thought. I've always been a person who my mum and dad always taught me: if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Huh? Uh, and so but they didn't know you were coming off vaping and so. then the vaping came off thing happened and <laughs> everything came out my mouth but um so i have a list of around 700 apologies to everybody in my life and everyone who's listening to podcast but no you know what? it taught me that i can do it and that's the main thing i think that's what this is about right it's teaching us that we can actually do it if I get up every morning go for a walk i can do that now i can every night before bedtime i can go for a walk again i can do that i oh, will keep those habits for the rest of the year Maybe not not vaping, but it's been an awesome time. How did journaling go? Uh, yeah, that was good. It was interesting. I started to find, as I started to get more annoyed with the non-vaping, harder to find positives to write about. There was oh, started with three. <laughs> started second with three. week, we're only doing two. Yeah. <laughs> I just wrote a letter. There's nothing today. <laughs> just one letter at the end of it. But no, it was, it's been good. How'd you go, bro? Uh, roller coaster. It's just, can, I, can I be honest? Yeah. Yeah, I was really good at points. And then uh, the social media one is the one that I just yeah. kept forgetting. I kept forgetting. Too. But I was so much better. Like, I would just be on my phone at 9.30 and be like, oh, okay, get off it. And then I would get off it. I thought I could just hold on so much better than that. But also, like I did say before, I'm better for doing it than if I hadn't done it. Like, I'd be yes. going to the gym. Uh, I've saved money. 100%. I haven't been going out on takeaways. I had a couple here and there. But uh, overall, I'm pretty happy with how I went. That's good. Taking on to the back of that, there's like, and I feel like between me and the missus now, there's a conversation of like, oh, you're on your phone. Like, it's just there. And we're, it's not, we were aware before, but it's like, it's now way more there. And I think that that can only be a good thing, right? If yeah. we're, you know, trying to have more conversations. Present conversations. We don't actually struggle with communication because I'm so... Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. But uh, next one will be in winter next year and it's going to look completely different and it's going to be twice as much fun, twice as much more impactful. And I think um, a common goal for us to kind of ra- raise awareness for or money for is, is something that I'm that I'm thinking about and floating. So yeah. let's get in there. But Shifters, Shout proud of you. did it, man. Well done for finishing. Some and great stories. Better people, better shifters, better communities, better world, better what? Let's push. This is the morning shift. All right, well, welcome in. Our brother is back, Stan Walker, but you have a very special guest with you today. Kobe, welcome into the show, man. Brothers, thank you for joining us. You've got a cool collab. You're our brother too now, just by association. On the Fenway, you're here with us too. (laughs) So how do you guys actually know each other? What's the the story behind how you guys even connected to be here today? We live down the road from each other. He, well, I lived in the like, you know, just a little bit mini- Minneapolis. He was a lax. <laughs> Minneapolis. He was yeah, in the yeah, hood, yeah. little hoodlum. <laughs> I was, I was on the rougher side. He was, he was on the the, the better side. <laughs> Him and his little, his, little, his, his boys. <laughs> met them at the um the Seven Eleven. I was um getting me a young feed with my little bare feet. Really? They were getting drunk in the park. <laughs> <laughs> I was about 16, 16 at the time. That's yeah, a real yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That- from there to now, that's a real yeah, story. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's about eleven years ago. Yeah. Well let, let let's maybe start there. Like I know the singles um, you know, speaks on fatherhood, but I also saw the synopsis and it talks about cycles and things like that. Mm. Um Well, where did the idea for the song come from and, and really where does it stem from as I'm sure you guys being fathers and, and what you see and what you're seeing with the world right now? Like, how did the song come about? Well, 
for me, it was it was a time in my life of of being a father where it was kind of a hard time for me, um, where I started doubting myself as a father and mm. and thinking like there's so much more I could be doing as a father and all these things um, where really a, a lot of self doubt come into me and you know having the right people around me and and speaking to them and you know it was really I, I wrote wrote that song with a lot of emotion and it was kind of a reminder to myself of look at where I come from you know look look at how far it's come for, for me to even become the father that I am today, mm. you know? Um, and that's really how it started with the track. And and so the more I wrote into it, the more I started like reflecting on on me not having a father, but also reflecting on my father not being there for me. Um, because just like my father, you know, uh, as my daughter was born, um, I was in addiction and, and I wasn't, wasn't being the best father that I could have been when my daughter was first born. And I think back to you know, my dad and, you know, I went to rehab and I did the healing and I mm. did all that stuff, but my dad didn't do that, you know? And, but when I was going through that time, all I could think was I'm turning into my dad and I'm doing exactly what my dad's done to me. And I kind of realized how easy that is. Mm. And, you know, and I, I remember being in addiction and being in that point in my life and not having, not thinking about anyone else but myself. And I think that understanding of, um, when I had my daughter, that thinking that everything would change, but it didn't, mm-hmm. and thinking, you know, I, I just had the kind of the strength to go and do that healing, but my dad just never had that support system around him, and he never had those things, and so it kind of made me forgive my father mm-hmm. as well. And I think that's what I poured into this song is like understanding, you know, my father has his own traumas and he's, mm-hmm. he's, he has his own cycles that he was stuck in, and all these things that I guess. Yeah, I, I was just able to break out of. So that's where, that's where the song come from me with um, when I first started Love writing. It. Love that. Bro. With the title of the name, is called Father's Eyes. Mm. So is, that, is that like a reflection from both sides? It's your dad and mm. what he did, and now it's you looking down on. And because you're about to be a dad again, right? So you've, yeah, got, yeah. you've got one and you're welcoming. And did you say it's five weeks? You're about to have another baby? Five weeks. Which is yeah, amazing. Yeah. You're almost yeah. there. Back Cheers. to Aussie Thank soon. You. Thank you. <laughs> but is that like, so that title was based on both sides. You're looking at a reflection on both sides of the, the story. 100% because, yeah, like I said, like when my daughter was born, I seen, I guess, the world through my father's eyes of becoming a parent myself, you know, and, and, and kind of making the same kind of mistakes that he made, um, and but also just understanding where he was at that point. Because he was only 16 when he had me, you know. My mum and, and dad were only 16. So I think I grew up with a lot of, I guess, um, envy against my father. And, and, and mm. you know, it, it was once I became a father myself and realized that, damn, he was only 16 trying to figure out how to be a father as well, you know, and he's still, still not the best father, you know, like for me and him, we're like, we're like friends pretty much. Like we're like good friends, you know, but I, I have a bit more of an understanding of, of the things that he's had to face. Does it help you be a better dad? hundred percent. hundred percent. I don't mean to like, I, I like that idea of cycles, right? Because, mm. and I don't mean, you know, and, for those listening, I'm asking this question, and we can only speak from our lived experiences. Mm-hmm. But we, we understand these key words we'll hear in terms of in fatherhood, um, you know, absent or cycles or generational trauma and things like that. But I don't always feel like uh, we get to the conversation on, uh, and it's different for everybody. But how do we move past that? What's been a powerful thought for you, or a moment for you both, where you've understood this is where I've come from? And I'm understanding now for things to be different. This is what I need to do. What's been like, where, where's the hope been for you? Where's the, where's the change been for you? I think for me, um, I think because I went through so much trauma from 
from basically from as far as I can remember, it was I was born into that trauma uh, through my parents, you know, being abusive and stuff like that, and being brought up in a home where violence was just second to none. It was just there. It was evident. Drugs, alcohol. Um, when I doubt myself, because I, I feel like we all have that same thing that we doubt ourselves as fathers. Are we doing enough? Are we there 100%. enough? Are we are we being more uh, loving enough? Are we being attentive? Um, I do that all the time, but then I look at the, my kids and I'm like, ah, the fact that um, love is a, is a word that is just... It's, it's one of the biggest words, love and shush. In the house. <laughs> but like, you know, those sort of things. And, and the hope for me is that my kids will be able to be free and not be trapped um, because I wasn't a free kid. I think we were in our own cells and our own minds because that's where we used to hide. And we, you know, I, for me, I grew up lying to save my skin, mm. lying to save, you know, mm. To save myself because I, I I think if anybody knew the truth of how I was and who I was, I think yeah. I would have just I would have died. So um, knowing that my kids won't ever have to lie, you know, like and I always say to especially son because he knows, son, we don't tell secrets and we don't tell lies. I was like, it's all right, son, but I'll be disappointed. I'll be angry at you if you lie to me and if you tell secrets. We don't do that, son. And for people that listen to me say that, they're like, oh, it's. It's so little, like, and it's, it's, I was like, no, 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 because everything that ruined my life was born out of lies and secrets. Those secrets turn into blooming identity, like, you don't know who you are, and all these different things. So, my hope is that, like, um, I think for if I'm answering the question properly, no, is that my kids will be free, will be free children to think and feel and to be open. I'm still learning how to be that dad to allows them to be free at the same time because I'm a very strict dad, but I'm learning. 100%. And I, I, I think uh, these interviews, we can talk about the music and the song and we forget to talk about the actual topic. So thank you for allowing us to talk about that. Just maybe to, to not end us, but do you have an encouraging message? Like we're going to listen to the song and the, the song's going to do, what it, do what, what it does, but do you have an encouraging message just for dads out there right now, bro? Or parents, you know, anyone trying in this cycle. I think, like what we were saying, we've doubting ourselves. I think what made it better for me was accepting that I'm always going to have that doubt, and that's okay. Mm. You know, that's what makes us good fathers is thinking that we oh. sh- should be doing more. And you know, like parenting is only hard for good parents. You know, Ooh. like talk about it. Come on, now. it's like oh, I'm a great parent. Now. <laughs> Damn, I knew it was hard. I knew it was hard. I was like, every day, I'm like, the man. Hard. Well, <laughs> Yeah, that that's that's the advice is like, you know, it, as long as you're doing your best and you're showing up and your kids feel that love, like that's you, you're doing the right thing. So that's that's my advice. Wicked, Stan, can I just jump on where you were before as well? This like just to to go further with that. Why was it so important for you to be on the song? Because I know you're at a point right now where you can pick and choose. You don't. You, you do you what you love. You say no a lot. You say no a lot. Yes. But to be on the song, really why was it so important for you to Every be on this song? Every time ring this guy, What are you on? Just calling if you want to, you want to hang out. No, For me, it was. I saw the title. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect, but I, I kind of got a rundown of who he was, where he come from, and I was kind of intrigued then because, like, I've been wanting to do a song with. Connecting our peoples together, 
you know, indigenous people, First Nation people around the world, because there's something powerful in that is, is the merging of cultures that are the same but different. Nice. You know, we are our own, but we share um, the same lived experiences and similar um, upbringings, and we can connect in a million different ways. So I wanted to connect um, through music because it's a powerful medium to express ourselves and to be ourselves and also have have positive, positive and powerful representation. But um, it was when I listened to the song and I was like, and I think, bro, you just reminded me, is that you having understanding um, for your father and what he went through, and, you know, he was just trying his best and he was a kid that you had empathy for him. Mm. And, like, that's a big thing that I've, I, I feel like I've always had empathy, but in the last year or two, I think maybe that empathy is just, I'm struggling <laughs> with it again. I'm like, zero. Like a lot of people feel like that. <laughs> so I'm like, it just reminded me to have empathy when I don't want to anymore. And so that was a, it was a hope for me. And I was like, yeah, now nah, this is the one. And plus you're mean, bro. If you're a mud, hey. Scene. Well, thank you for your time. Um, everyone go listen to the song. Uh, but hopefully us just talking about, you know, what the song's about hopefully helps. Because we need those streams, Fano. Corridor's all good, but. Play the song. Download the song. Buy the song. <laughs> Love that, boys. You want to help the family? Stream the song, bro. We've got kids, man. Don't worry We're about just trying. Like, oh, that's We've got nice. kids. Go to Spotify and stream the song. What's the now, song called? Father's Eyes. Kobe D, thank you so much for coming in. Stay walking, brother. Love you, man. Thank you. Let's go. When she was just a newborn, I was out here in these streets. I was consuming anything that made me feel like I was free. But I was hurting. I was empty. I was dead inside. Couldn't count how many days I made her mother cry. We was young and full of problems. We ain't put aside. Dealing with some trauma. We forgot that. She was on the ride. I finally understand this was the same for my mom and my dad. I was 21, but they was even younger than that. Mom was 16 and pregnant when she finally had a firstborn, and my father would finally become a dad. I'm aware of what it takes, man. He was only a kid. Couldn't blame me for the things that he eventually did. As I get older, I can see through all the cracks that he slipped. And it's a shame, but it is what it is. And I'ma keep on singing. If you can see it through my eyes. This is the morning shift. Sunday morning, 8 a.m. NZT, we ride. But tell me, men, what constitutes a team of destiny? What puts your plight above that of your foe? It starts with your journey, but it ends with this final whistle blows. They say every man dies twice. Once when you pass, and secondly, when your accomplishments are spoken for for the last time. But what if this moment was different? What if this moment allowed your journey to be spoken about for generations to come? Come on, Mark. That this moment was to be immortalized within the black cloud forevermore. Men, are you ready? Or are there doubts? You know, under the right circumstances, doubt is actually a gift. Mm -hmm. Because if people tell you enough of what you can't do, at some point, the only option left is that you can. Come on now. So what are they going to say now? (sighs) Because they told us that it was the Northern Hemisphere takeover. Come Mm. on. Mm -hmm. Come on. So what are they going to say now? They told us you'll get through, but... You still have to play Island. Woo! 
Oh, we saw that. So too. what are they going to say now? What are they going to say they now? They told us you have too many veterans past their prime. Oh, I like this. So what are they going to say now? What are they going to say now? They told us the All Black era is finished. So what are they going to say now? <laughs> so here's what we'll say now to Come the on. 23 men standing for country. Oh, I'm standing with you. Sunday morning when you're in the trenches together, <laughs> you look to your left and your right, you'll see your All Black brothers. But if you need a reminder, Come on. you look above you, you look to the black cloud, because the lions can't outrun the storm. Come on, Jordan. We are the storm. Come on, Jordan. So once again, you borrow the history of the jersey. Talk to me. You borrow the mana. Come on. You borrow the way to us. Oh, I'm taking it. And you borrow the storm. <laughs> you talk to me, baby. You fuck on my work out, say no. You got one more time off the line. You got one more time when you got nothing in the tank. You look at that dog next to you, he's gonna give you one more time. You give him one more time, Tone. Because this one here ain't about proving anyone else wrong. You're proving yourselves right. Last thing. So what are they gonna say? We'll see. This is the shift. The shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The morning shift. I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Got it. Okay. I'm making a